So welcome to another episode of the Shredder Show. Today, I'm going to take you through exactly what I'm doing to get Superhuman Shredder to compete. So uh, around five, six weeks ago, resting maybe a bit longer than that, I decided to uh, jump in and compete. So I will be doing Classic Physique Show. I haven't competed for around four years. I started with my body weight around 95 kilos. I'm now floating between 87 to 88 kilograms. Um, so I've already lost around seven kilos of body fat. Um, and what's interesting about this is I actually had abs at 95 kilos. So anyone listening to this, you always have a lot more fat to lose than you think. Now, what I'm going to talk through in this episode is exactly what I'm doing in terms of fat burning supplementation, what I'm doing in terms of training with weights and cardiovascular work, what my nutrition currently looks like, how I'm managing eating out, what my recovery looks like, sleeping issues I'm having, how I generally feel, and some other tips and tricks uh, along the way. So without further ado, we'll begin. So the two shows I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing the Dubai show, which is in 21 days. I am printing off, uh, ironically, this is how I'm keeping myself on track, printing off a piece of A4 paper every day with how many days I have counting down to the show. So every day when I get up, I get my piece of paper and I uh, stick it to the fridge with how many days I have left. So it's a really good way to keep me on track. So I've got 21 days until um, that show, and then we're doing the Bucharest show in Romania. The big goal longer term is to try and win IFBB Pro Card, uh, and this is just really had to have a goal to really push myself and something I've always aspired to do. So that is the plan. Um, in terms of what I've been doing to lose all this body fat and look the best I ever have, if we look at the fat burning supplementation and what I'm actually doing. So first but not least, uh, when I had my blood work done a little while ago, I had a slight thyroid issue. So my thyroid was underperforming. Um, a lot of that was due to mainly being in a very stressed environment. I have not that a lot of people believe I have a fairly stressful life or lifestyle. I manage multiple businesses, have traveled a lot, have a lot of things going on and have a lot on my plate sometimes, as you probably listen to this do as well. And so it's no excuse, but that had a negative effect on my thyroid and some of my blood work to the point where uh, I was at risk of being Hashimoto, sorry, Hashimoto's syndrome or disease. Um, so my thyroid wasn't performing optimally. So what I did then is I started using the thyroid stack from supplement needs, um, which helps to get your thyroid to work optimally naturally. And then, which also contains things like iodine. So shout out supplement needs. Uh, if you want anything from them, use the code CJ10. So I take three capsules of thyroid stack in the morning. What I also take is T3. So that's a synthetic form uh, of T3, which is basically stimulates your thyroid. I take that in the evening at 25 uh, MCG, which basically keeps my thyroid in the perfect normal optimal range. So I take that in the evening um, and I have been doing that for probably the last two to three months. Now, next up, the other fat burning product I use is uh, your Himbine. So I take, I started doing uh, 10 milligrams of your Himbine in the morning uh, with the thyroid stack. That went up to 15 milligrams of your himbine. That went up to then 20 milligrams of your himbine now. And your himbine is like a tree root extract that also accelerates in terms of uh, fat burning, fat loss. Um, the only negative that I found out about this, as you start to increase the dose of it, it can make you feel a bit nauseous after taking it in the morning. So that is a bit of a downside. So that's not ideal. Um, and coinciding with the himbine, there's also a product called Vasoburn. Now, Vasoburn is like gold dust for me to try and get hold of. So this... I had to get from um, the US and I tried to get it shipped to Dubai like two months ago. I spent like 300 quid on buying a load of it, a belt and all this sort of stuff. Um, and Vasoburn, if anyone doesn't know, Vasoburn is like a topical cream, which has your himbine in it, which actually helps site specifically. So the himbine gets absorbed into your skin, creates heat and helps to basically get body fat moving in that particular that place you want to lose body fat. So um, 
I actually managed to get that about two, three weeks ago. So that's now gone in. So I'm using that topical cream in the morning on my arse cheeks, my hamstrings, and my lower back and a lot of bleaks uh, to try and get some more fat off the troublesome areas. So for me, um, the last pockets of fat to go are really going to be my glutes and hamstrings. So that's where this would come in really useful. Now, the last thing we're using here in terms of a fat burning um, uh, drug supplement product is actually clambuterol. So clambuterol is actually a drug that gives asthmatics, uh, increases resting heart rate and um, aids in terms of fat loss. So that has been tapered up from doing 40 MCG at the start to then 60 MCG to then 80 MCG. So that again, I take first thing in the morning. I don't particularly like taking it because it makes you feel pretty shit. You get really shaky hands, can make you feel just a bit shitty generally, but the side effects that wear off pretty quick. Um, when you first start taking it, you get muscle cramps as well because one of the things that clenbuterol does actually makes your muscle like contract much harder. So that's the current full fat burning stack what I'm using at the moment. So I use uh, 80 mcg of clenbuterol in the morning, 25 mcg of T3 before I go to bed, thyroid stack in um, the morning, Vasoburn and the Himbine at 20 milligrams now. So that's what we're currently using to try and optimize fat loss. Next up, we're going to nutrition. So all of those things I just mentioned then, that's like the icing on the cake. You will not lose body fat unless you're in a fucking calorie deficit. So you could do everything, you can take everything on the fucking sun you want and as much of it, but you will not use body fat unless you do the hard work and actually stick to your nutrition. So what's important with this is you just listen to this pit. So nutrition wise, my calories now are down pretty low. They're just around the 2000 mark. So I have uh, two diets. I have, I know three diets. Technically I have a training day diet and a rest day diet. So my calories are around 2000 on both days at the moment. So my training diet diet is about 200 grams of protein, uh, 200 grams of carbs now, just got reduced from 250 and around 45 to 48 grams of fat. The rest day diet is 200 grams of protein, 180 grams of carbs, and I think 56 grams of fat. And I have one higher carb day a week, which is a whopping ooh, 350 grams of carbohydrates that I have on leg day. Um, so that's the current nutrition setup. How I practically get that to work is um, trying to choose single ingredient foods that aren't really going to bloat me. I have to be honest, one thing I do like doing, I like trying to sneak a protein bar in there because it gives me a, kills a sweet craving. Um, I'm a big fan of the grenade protein bars. They don't really cause me any digestive issues. They're about uh, only like 200 calories go, uh, 20 grams of carbs, 20 grams of protein roughly. So they pre work pretty well as like a little sweet treat that I sneak into my nutrition. So that's something that um, has worked well. And that's one of the big things for people to understand. It's like you can have these things that aren't necessarily like chicken and rice bro science and still get super shredded, but you just actually have to wait for them in your macros and your calories and what you're doing. So that's been my nutrition where we're currently at. It's been tapering down. I'm praying to the Lord that I will get to eat more food soon. So Dr. Dean, who's helping me in terms of nutrition and pushing me through this, um, so we're going to have to push in for 10 days and then hopefully I will start to be fed again because uh, an 88 kilo man who's at like 5% body fat in 2,000 calories a day is not a lot. And I can tell you that from experience. So there we go. Now going to training. So this is an interesting one. So last time I competed... Four years ago, my training was balls to the wall. I made no real difference. My training didn't change anything. Interestingly, what I've done this time from Dean's advice he pushed me into was reducing my training. So previously, I was doing a two days on, one day off split. So I would train like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday would be a rest day, Thursday, a Friday I would train, Saturday would be a rest day and just keep rolling like that. Very, very simple, not complicated to understand. However, 
now I've reduced my training to four days a week to allow for more recovery and having two days off back to back in a row. So uh, how that's basically split and working is Monday, I will train legs. Tuesday, Wednesday, I have office rest days. And actually, interesting, I feel fucking awful after those two rest days because I have a lower amount of carbohydrates and calories. Thursday, I then train uh, the first push session, which is like chest, shoulders, triceps and some arms. Um, Friday, I train hamstrings and back. Saturday, I have off. And then Sunday, I will train uh, shoulders and arms. And that is it. Very, very simple. The What's interesting as well is the number of sets I'm doing are much lower. So I probably do 12 sets of workout. And... Um, I'm a lot weaker than I was, so training isn't great fun. And that's probably the thing that I found most difficult in terms of um, this so far. It's like for me, training is something I really enjoy and love to do. But the issue is your body isn't in a position where it's fueled and recovered and ready to really drive it into the ground. So you have to think about this differently. If you're currently in a phase of losing body fat and you have a decent amount of body fat, uh, sorry, muscle mass, what you need to think about is your goal here is not to build muscle. Your goal here is to retain muscle mass. So what you need to focus on doing is stimulating the tissue you have and then looking to um, just make sure you're in a calorie deficit so you bring down the body fat. And the leaner you get, the bigger you will look. It literally is as simple as that. So that's a really key take-home point. And what that's allowed me to do is, A, my joints don't feel destroyed and it's allowed me to probably be more adherent to my diet and not beat myself up so much in terms of um, not being as strong as I was. And you have to look at this in terms of adjusting your training volume and what you're doing to your current goal that's very very important and a big mistake a lot of people make now when we talk about training obviously i can't go into prep without talking about cardio so um something i say to clients all the time is you want to start with the least amount and then scale things up so um cardio started i believe what was that seven eight weeks ago um when i went to spain i think we went up to doing five sessions a week at 25 minutes fasted you want to keep your heart rate between 120 to 140 beats per minute. That is the optimal fat burning zone. So if you hold the little metal um, caliper things in on like a cross trainer, Stairmaster, that will tell you if you're in the sweet spot. Uh, that has now escalated up. So we're now doing five sessions of cardio, 45 minutes fasted. I'm very, very fortunate. I live in the beautiful Marina Gates in Dubai. Uh, for anyone who's watching the video that's on YouTube, you see this tiny background. Uh, and I've got a gym downstairs. So I very conveniently get up, go down there, which unfortunately isn't open to 6am. Do that for 45 minutes, watch some educational YouTube videos, watch, look over the beautiful marina and then get on with my day. So that's what the cardio currently looks like. What is becoming more of a challenge, um, as I've been told to dig in and mean, man up and called still fat still, which is wonderful, um, is that my steps and activity count are now trying to get 18,000 steps a day. Now, anyone who's been to Dubai before, have you tried to walk 18,000 steps outside? It is currently 39 degrees outside. That is a challenge. I have currently clocked in. I'm just going to have a look at my phone and be do that thing that you shouldn't do on a podcast and look at your phone and see how many steps I've done on Aura Ring. So I have walked to the far side of, for anyone who's in Dubai, from Dubai Marina to the far side of J JBR and back. And I've done 12,000, 12,500 steps. So I've still got like 5,500 steps to go um, as an example. Now, what this is meaning is that I'm having to catch up on these steps by doing some extra work on the treadmill probably downstairs at just like a lower pace so i put on like a slight incline just go for a walk make phone calls watch youtube videos do whatever i have to do and um, the other thing i'm toying with doing is buying a treadmill walking treadmill in front of my desk so that's another plan but what's important with this as i said at the beginning of this the key for you actually losing body fat is a very very simple equation 
calories in versus calories out. Now, if you're in that position where you're burning more calories every day and then you consume, your body will use adipose tissue for energy and you'll get leaner. The only caveat to this, you have to be careful when people get very, very lean um, and their bodies become resistant to fat loss, then you have to look at systemic stress to the body. So if you're training too much, if you're in a very stressed mental state um, or very inflamed, you won't lose body fat. Now, it's very interesting talking about inflammation. So anyone who has listened to podcasts, follow me on Instagram, follows me on YouTube, or knows me personally, my favorite vice of all vices is bread. I love bread. Like you can keep any dessert you want, but I could just eat like plow bread all day long, particularly the Cheesecake Factory bread, which is insane. Shout out Cheesecake Factory. And what's important to know about this is I'm actually gluten intolerant. Now, what happens when I eat bread is my stomach gets bloated. Now, what happens then when my stomach gets bloated? I also get massive amounts of inflammation in my stomach. What happens when your digestive system gets very, very inflamed? You cannot lose body fat. And this is what's happened to me over and over again. As soon as I dropped the bread out or just had gluten-free bread, my body started dropping body fat much quicker. And this is really something I did at the end of July, I think. And Dean had a real pop at me about this, about like, you need to stop fucking eating bread because this is what's causing problems. Even if it fits in your macros and calories, you have to understand your digestion is critical for your fat loss. So be very, very mindful of that. Now, just going on to another topic, um, fizzy drinks and sparkling drinks and sugar-free drinks. There's no huge issue with that. I like um, Pepsi Max. I like a diet root beer. I like the C4 pre-workout energy drinks. Fucking phenomenal drink, actually, it turns out. It's a terrible pre-workout. It's a great drink. Um, but I like fizzy drinks um, with a sweet taste of sugar-free because it helps fill you up and kill a, a sweet craving. However, the devil's in the dose. So don't have too many of these because they can upset your stomach. And this is very person dependent. So that would be a big nutrition tip. Now that's nutrition pretty much boxed off in terms of that. In terms of an eating out aspect, um, easy tip that I would go to, like last night I got invited to like a networking social event with uh, some great friends of mine, Mark Coles and Frank Dan Blanken, who've also been on the podcast. You can go and check those out. And um, we went to Namos, phenomenal. And I ate out, had a great time, had a fillet steak, didn't really fuck up my diet too much. Fillet steak was phenomenal. The service at Namos was probably the worst of any restaurant I've ever been, in particular steaks like hundred pounds. So I wouldn't recommend it from that aspect. But if you're looking to eat out, two great choices when you're on prep, fillet steak, grilled vegetables, any white fish, grilled white fish or baked white fish, grilled vegetables, you pretty much can't go wrong. So those would be two go-tos. Next subject is important in terms of prep. We've already covered it a little bit within training looking at recovery so recovery is the big thing you have to try and look out for and mitigate against getting too much into a, a hole where you feel shit so that's why you have to bring training volume back and that's why you have to focus on looking after your body so now back into dubai i am basically seeing my deep tissue specialist uh, deep tissue specialist paula twice a week on tuesdays and wednesdays we did one upper body session one lower body session makes a huge amount of difference in terms of how my body moves and feels now, I'm going to break this down very simply for you. If you think about how your body works in terms of um, taking fat from adipose tissue and getting rid of it, it's going to take fat through your uh, bloodstream, your blood circulation. So if your muscle tissue is all knotted up and there's poor blood flow, is that going to be optimal for fat loss? Also, is your muscle tissue is all knotted up, is that going to be optimal for muscle building? Obviously not. Also, you're going to be at high risk of injury. And if your body's tired and inflamed from being a really severe diet, you're also at very high risk of injury as well. So um, seeing her twice a week is phenomenal. 
anyone needs a recommendation for her in Dubai, uh, shoot me a message on Instagram. I can send you the details. And um, I also see another, I get another massage company. I'm trying to get come once a week. It's more of like a, a relaxing massage to try and de-stress. So they are coming this evening, which I'm thoroughly looking forward to, um, who are Reva. So I try to have two, three massages a week. That's almost like a tri uh, treat to myself. Um, one of the reasons I'm having to do that though, which is interesting, and I, I haven't had this before. So yesterday I put on my stories, I got up at 4 a.m. and I was like, this fucking go hustle time. The reality is I was fucking wide awake at four o'clock. I also woke up at 12.30 by the wake. Um, I also went to bed at 8.30 p.m. And what happens when your body is in a very, very lean state and you're looking to get superhuman shredded, your body will keep waking you up during the night because your body wants feeding, your body wants food. And this is where it's a real mindset thing to understand what's going on and just learning like this is how your body's trying to deal with the process of you not starving itself, but pushing it to where, it's, where it wants to be. Like my body doesn't want to be sub 6% body fat, no matter how much I push it there. So this is a really good thing to compartmentalize and realize that if this is happening to you, that's completely normal. Also within that, what's going to happen is you're probably energy is going to feel pretty shitty a lot of the day. Particularly towards the end of the day, you might get a bit ratty with people. Also, your sex drives can go through the floor. So if you think about it in terms of um, how this hierarchy of needs and how the human body works, number one thing is going to be survival. So if your body thinks you're basically dying because you're not eating enough food, uh, reproducing the human race is probably not going to be its top priority. So if your body is like starting to shut itself down because it's feeling pretty knackered, your sex drive is going to go through the floor. So that's a big thing. It's completely normal for any guys out there who are dropping a lot of body fat. If that's happening to you, it's completely normal. If you're an older guy, I'd recommend getting your blood work done, getting your testosterone levels checked. If you need any help with that and optimizing that, shoot me a message on Instagram. We can have a chat about how we can help you do that because we work with a lot of um, busy guys who perhaps have low testosterone. I've had issues with that in the past, myself included, in how we can help you overcome that. So that's kind of right how I feel. And um, with having a big goal like this, I already talked earlier about how I have my fridge the days until the show. It's literally just trying to win each fucking day because I get to the, I'm at the point now where I don't really care. Like that I feel tired, I feel shit, you get used to it. And it's just about soldiering on. And it's about proving a point to yourself and knowing that the reward and discipline of achieving something that like barely anyone else can do is what's going to make you who you want to be and be proud of yourself, which is ultimately you listen to this right now. That's what I want for you is to you to achieve the greatest version of you and you to look back and be, I'm proud of what I've done this year. And if you're not proud of what you've done this year, now is an opportunity. It's got three months left to make a change for that. So if you want help transform your physique, shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you're listening from, wherever your platforms you use. And um, we'd love to help. You've got plenty of time to get in shape. And this is the best time to do it, to set itself up for success going into 2023. Um, so that's a huge one. Now, what's been interesting with this, um, what I'm about to talk about next is posing and then stretching. So posing is probably one of the most unnatural things for me. Uh, you might think of that from all my posing on Instagram, but I am naturally a very introvert person for anyone who's followed me for a long time. So me doing podcasts, being on YouTube, doing all these different things, like this isn't a natural thing for me. So me standing in my pants doing a really elaborate routine um, has taken a lot of getting used to learning. So we're very fortunate to be learning from Neil Curry, who has had three weeks within Rotherham, um, who's going to the Mr. Olympia. So it's one of the best in the world in classic physique. And what was amazing was spending time with Neil, who will be coming onto the podcast soon. I think we're recording about two weeks' time. So check out that episode. I don't think I've ever spoken to someone who's so fucking passionate about bodybuilding in the gym. Dude fucking breathes and lives it. And like me just spending like two hours with him once a week, 
I was so pumped and elated and like got my love back for training. So um, huge shout out to him. But the whole posing thing is uh, a real art form and gave me a huge amount of respect for everyone in that respect. But what it did make me realize is that I'm pretty flexible and I can train properly. However, I had a lot of tightnesses in areas that I hadn't need to access before. So my adductors, for example, and also like my rotation of my core, getting some like twisting back double bicep poses. I didn't have that flexibility. So I've been working on some specific strategies to open it up. And my groin in particular has uh, improved dramatically. So I might do some video clips and that to show what's actually what I'm doing. But with that inside, what I'm also having to do as well is trying to like create the illusion of having a smaller waist and also learning to do a stomach vacuum. So I've, I've shared a couple of training clips of that on my main Instagram in a reel in terms of how I'm doing that every morning. But basically when I get up, um, I will go to the toilet and then I'll practice doing stomach vacuums for like five minutes where I'm essentially like breathing out all the air from my lungs, like bent over the uh, work, like the work surface or the sink. And then I'm trying to suck my belly, like when all the air is out of my lungs, I'm trying to suck my belly button in and up as hard into my ribcage as possible and hold it for as long as possible. So I'll probably do like five to 10 rounds of that. And that's training my tra TVA, transverse abdominis, to try and then strengthen my ability to hold the vacuum pose, which is a big one to have on stage. So again, interesting things I'm having to learn with this, focus on posing, vacuum, stretching, all very, very different. And what's been different about doing this is doing it also whilst traveling, because in the last two months, I've been going between Spain, UK, Spain, UK, then to Dubai again. So having elaborate schedule, different time differences and things like that can make a big difference. And my big tip to you if you're traveling a lot is a fast and traveling and just go with the flow of things and make the best informed decision you can because that's the key for you getting the best results possible is just being self-aware to realize there's always a good option or the best case option there's always a fucking shit option that like the small mindedness part of your brain wants to go to so that's a key critical thing and that comes down to you learning the importance of your goal and what i'm a big believer in is you having a big goal set yourself a big fucking goal of what you want to do go tell people about it and then commit to the process so that's exactly what i'm doing put my fucking hand up to go and do this sort of stuff because i want to keep progressing with everything i do I want to keep progressing with my physique i want to keep progressing with my mindset keep progressing with my business like today and yesterday i spoke at a business event here in dubai for mark coles i'm learning posing i'm constantly striving to be better and that's putting myself in uncomfortable situations but ultimately, for you to become the person you want to be, you have to start behaving like that person now. So if I want to be the best in the world at everything I do, whether it be in the fitness business, business coaching, being a physique competitor, um, partner, whatever, I have to take the actions that that person would have right now. So it's like I say to people, it's like, if you want to be summer of uh, 2023, you want to be walking down the beach, like ripped abs, looking jacked, what you want to think about, or you want to be sculpting a bikini body, what you want to think about is, what habits would that person have? How would that person behave? And do those fucking things right now. Don't procrastinate on them. Don't do them fucking tomorrow. Don't think, oh, I'll do it when. Like, you will never do it when. Do it now and stop making excuses because that's the biggest reason you aren't where you want to be right now. I get so frustrated with people. I literally just want to shake them. And the same thing I see now with coaching a lot of people from a business aspect is like, everyone talks a fucking good game, but no one fucking executes. And it's like, see, believe, achieve, execute. Same with everything you do in your life. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And exactly what I'm going to do is just do the very best I can. Don't compare myself to everyone else. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ride. Focus on the process, not the prize. And that almost rhymed. Okay, just take up rap. Um, but I hope this was an insightful episode. Just gave a bit of a dig deep in terms of what I'm currently doing. I plan on doing some more YouTube content talking about this. We have, put, uh, I think, two YouTube videos talking about my prep. 
uh, and what's going on with that. So I'd love some feedback if you head over to YouTube, check that out. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, share us your story, share it with a friend if it was insightful, gave you some knowledge and feedback, and we'll see you in the next episode very, very soon. And if you want to get in your best shape ever for 2023, drop me a message so you just listen to this podcast. You want to fucking level up and get superhuman shredded as well. And it would absolutely love to help you. So we'll catch up in the next episode very, very soon.